0: Hey, just a heads up, this episode is full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it and then coming back and listening. Otherwise, I might just ruin it for you. Hey, and thanks for listening to another episode of Seeing Anything Good, a podcast about movies and TV shows. I'm Scott, and today we're going to be talking about the Justice League, both the 2017 version and the recently released Snyder Cut. I decided to wait a little bit to do this and release it because I wanted people to have time to see the new version of it. This is going to have some spoilers in it, so as you heard at the beginning of the podcast, if you haven't seen it, um, I'm going to ruin it for you. So go watch it, and then come back and listen, and then give me some feedback and some interaction, and I'd greatly appreciate it. First up, we're going to talk about the Justice League, the 2017 version. It's the fifth movie in the DC Extended Universe, which is what they're calling all their movies that they tie together, all their live-action ones. It's a follow-up to Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Initially, it was to be directed by Zack Snyder, written by Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon, who did the Buffy TV show, the Angels spin-off, Firefly, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as well as directed Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. So he's got some serious cred to him. It had an ensemble cast, including Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa, Ray Fisher, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, Connie Nielsen, and J.K. Simmons. So they definitely had this movie loaded when it came to cast. It had an estimated production budget of $300 million, so it makes it one of the most expensive films ever made. It grossed $657 million worldwide, but it had a break-even point of $750 million. So it actually lost money and became a bomb in the box office according to the, how they calculate that money-wise. Now, initially, again, it was directed by Zack Snyder, but due to a personal tragedy in his life, the directing duties were taken over by Joss Whedon, who got... An uncredited director. So he finished directing and it became basically his movie at that point. Um, The plot of the movie, Bruce Wayne, out of a sense of guilt of Superman's death and sensing a danger on the horizon, decides he needs to form a team. Now at the same time, Steppenwolf, who is a minion of the big bad of the movie Darkseid, his parademons, which are the troops that they control, show up on Earth to collect the Mother Boxes. When combined, they form the Unity, which terraform a planet and make it in the image of his homeworld apocalypse. So they decide, Batman, Wonder Woman, they decide that the only way to stop him is to bring Superman back to life because they have one of these Mother Boxes, the last one. The only way they can stop him is to bring Superman back to life using this Mother Box in the same way that in Batman vs Superman, Lex Luthor reincarnates. I guess uh, General Zod informs their version of Doomsday. Uh, it works; he comes back to life, but he ain't Superman. Ain't quite right, and he attacks the Justice League sees Batman almost kills him and the only thing that stops him is he sees Lois Lane and he realizes who he is at that point um so at the end of the day Superman shows up and of course saves the day and everybody goes home happy um things I liked about it you know the Bruce Wayne Batman character Ben Affleck is Bruce Wayne um he's honestly One of my favorite versions of Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, I'm a big Ben Affleck fan, so seeing him as Batman has been a treat for me. I really enjoy him taking on that character. I like what he does as Bruce Wayne. Um, Wonder Woman, I mean, Gal Gadot, I've said it in the past. When I reviewed Wonder Woman 84, I just absolutely love her as Wonder Woman. I think she is perfect as the character... And she's also the perfect foil to Bruce Wayne in this movie. She really acts as his conscience for everything that he does. So I definitely enjoy her in everything that I've seen her in, especially in all these DC movies. Um, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, again, everything I've seen him in so far I've enjoyed. and He was a strong character. He had just enough of his particular brand of comedy to lighten the mood a little bit. He's just a really good superhero in the movie and took a really lame character in Aquaman and really turned him into a really cool character. So I like what they did That um, The flashback fight scene where they were explaining the mother boxes, showing Steppenwolf show up years ago, having Zeus and having a Green Lantern there and having the Atlanteans and having the... Amazons and men and everybody fighting and driving Steppenwolf from the planet I thought that was very cool Um, and lastly anything involving the Amazons again I said it in the previous episode where I talked about Wonder Woman 84 I'm ready for a movie just about the Amazons I like everything that they've done with them and I just think everything they do is just totally cool with how they've brought them to the big screen things I didn't like In the story, Flash, they made him extremely weak. They made him a very wimpy character, very out of sorts, very much not like the Flash. I really didn't like what they did with him. Cyborg, I mean, he was created from a mother box after an accident. His father, who's the director of Star Labs, um used a mother box to basically save his son. So he was created from a mother box. Um, he had a major role in the film, but not as much as he should have had. They they really should have utilized him a lot more than what they did. And the CG was just horrendous. Um, I go back to bad CG, I always go back to Avengers Age of Ultron, the fight scene at the beginning with the Avengers I mean it was so bad this ranks up with that level of CG, it was It was just terrible Rotten Tomatoes um, has it at a 40% audience gave it a 71% I did enjoy the movie there was a lot of stuff I didn't like but at the end of the day I did like it Um, I know what they were trying to do with it. They came out with Batman vs. Superman, and it was a very gritty movie and a very dark movie. And with this, they did try and lighten things up a little bit like they did with Wonder Woman and like they did with Aquaman and Shazam more so. Um, So they tried to lighten it up based on the feedback, I think, that they received. They didn't want to get too dark. Um, So I get what they were trying to do. I liked it but definitely I left feeling that there should have been more to it. Um, Which brings us to the Snyder Cut which started out as fans basically petitioning Warner Brothers to see the Snyder Cut, the original version of what his vision of that movie was. come to find out less than 10% of what he shot initially was actually used because he left the film in post production and that's when Joss Whedon took over and we got the cut of the movie that we got Um, now in this um, it basically picks up during Batman vs. Superman with the death of Superman Um, where he lets out this, I guess you'd call it a scream when he dies, and it wakes up the mother boxes, which basically sends a signal that Superman's dead and Earth is for more or less unguarded, um, that the main person protecting Earth is dead. Um, so... That's where the movie picks up. So it does give a little bit more explanation of why all of a sudden they decided to attack. You get it right away. Um, the movie cost an additional $70 million to complete. Um, it was released exclusively to HBO Max. Initially it was going to be a six episode miniseries and then a four hour movie. They decided to scrap the mini-series idea and just come out with a four-hour movie. Um, Plot of the movie was more or less the same, but it started out, instead of Steppenwolf being your big bad, I mean, it led with Darkseid, who you didn't get to see in the first cut. They actually gave you Darkseid, where he came to Earth. Um... And was defeated. And they actually showed more characters. Where before you got to see Zeus. And you got to see the Amazons and the Atlanteans. um, They brought back Ares. Who was the main bad guy in the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, Granted it was all CG. But they brought him back. And they showed Ares don his helmet. And grab his axe. And almost cut Darkseid in half. Um, which basically stopped Darkseid's attempt to take over Earth, driving him off. Um, which kind of has some issue if you take a look at it, because Wonder Woman was able to f- defeat Ares in her movie, yet Ares was able to defeat Darkseid. So when you look at it, you know, by default Wonder Woman should have no problem with Darkseid. Yet she gets tossed around like a ragdoll by Steppenwolf. So kind of a little bit of an issue there, but you know, I ain't going to take it too, I ain't going to read too deeply into that. It's a goofy comic book movie at the end of the day, and you're meant to just kind of let your mind go with it. So I mean, I got no problem with that as much, but it is a little bit of a sticking point if you look at it but they expanded on that scene, which I really liked from when they had that big battle, they made it bigger and they made it more epic. And I really enjoyed that. Um, Darkseid is actually looking for the anti-life equation, which they don't really touch on in the first Justice League, uh, which allows him to basically bend the will of anyone to his will so that they basically become his slave and will do whatever it is that he asks them to do. Steppenwolf finds that the anti-life equation is on Earth, and this is all Darkseid wants: is this anti-life equation. Um, but he gets Darkseid gets defeated from Earth, and he's driven from Earth um, instead of Steppenwolf. So that's one of the big differences between the movie. Um, the reincarnation of Superman goes a little bit differently. Um, it's still Lois Lane that brings him back. As a, it doesn't have the same sort of fight, but it is in a way. Um, that part of it, they changed a little bit, and it did make a lot more sense the way they did it. I like how they kind of cleaned that up a little bit. Um, likes of this movie, Bruce Wayne still is Batman. Still, you know, the best version of the character. Uh, Wonder Woman still, Aquaman still, the flashback fight scene. You know, all the same likes. They introduced the Martian Manhunter, which wasn't in the first cut, but was in the second cut. And I'm a big fan of the Martian Manhunter, as well as the actor who plays him. Um, I was very happy to see them introduce him, because he's a huge part of Justice League. Um... They brought volco from the Aquaman movie. Which was a nice way to explain how he got the armor and his mother's trident. Which they never really explained. He just all of a sudden had it and the Aquaman movie didn't anymore. So that was a nice little piece of exposition that explained how he got that. Um, all the negative of the Flash's character they did away with. He wasn't the weak, simpering, I don't know how to fight, you know, I just push people and run away, none of that. I mean, he was strong, he was a powerful creature, or character, um, he knew what he was doing, and he was not afraid, like he was in the first one. They really did a 180 on him, and I liked that a lot. Um, and while this movie is centered on Bruce Wayne's redemption, um, It really is centered on Cyborg this time, which is what it should have been in the first place because this mother box created him. He has one that's what the bad guys in the movie are trying to get. Um, They give a lot more explanation. It makes the movie make a lot more sense because he's so tied to it. It really gives you the opportunity to understand a lot of what the first movie kind of just left out there in the gray area. So, that explanation really made the movie make a lot more sense in my opinion. Um, The only dislike for me, um, it didn't need to be four hours, to be honest. It could have been trimmed down quite a bit. Um, There were some scenes that they could have gotten rid of. I mean, it was like over an hour before you actually got to see Batman in Batman's costume Um, I mean overall I loved the movie At, at the end instead of just sending him packing back to Apocalypse you actually got to see the mother box open a portal to Apocalypse they're just totally beating the heck out of Steppenwolf and as they throw him into the portal you see Wonder Woman with her sword As he's flying through, she cuts his head off as he's flying through. So that's the end of Steppenwolf. Um, So they're not taking any guff, and they're letting Darkseid know, you come here, you're coming for a fight. Um, You got to see Superman in the black suit, which is directly from, again, the comic book. When he died and came back to life, he was in the black suit. Granted, the black suit in the comics was because he had been... Dead technically, the black suit helped him regenerate with the solar energy. Um, in this, it just made him look all kinds of cool. Um, it was very much like one of the Lord of the Rings movies, Return of the King, because it had four different endings. Um, basically, it tied up everybody's loose ends at the end. But at the very end, they had another one of those nightmare sequences like they had in Batman vs. Superman, which was supposed to lead into a planned trilogy that Zack Snyder had, which has since been scrapped by Warner Brothers. Now, that may change due to the popularity of this movie and fans made the Snyder Cut happen. They may make... The other movies happen, you know, who knows? But it doesn't look good because this movie, again, was so dark and so gritty, and Warner Brothers wants to move away from that to make it more family-friendly, so who knows? But they did basically take almost everybody who's been in all of the movies so far and put them in this movie. If They were a major character. They were in it, with the exception of most of the cast of Suicide Squad. Um, The inclusion of the Joker, I did enjoy at the end. His banter back and forth with Batman. Um, I have to say that I enjoyed both movies. I did enjoy the Snyder Cut more. Um, I look forward to watching it again. It's just hard to carve out four hours and sit down and watch a movie. But I can't recommend it enough. If you have HBO Max, I definitely recommend taking the time and watching it. Because it was well worth it. Well, that's all the time that I have for you today. This is the longest one that I've done so far, as far as my podcast goes. Um, I definitely look forward to hearing from you. Um, You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash sagpodcast and on Twitter at at seenanything. See you next time and talk to you later.